Here's the Black Keys on the Spirit of Rock show, 97.7 in Montreal. Good morning, it's 841. We're uh, just waiting for the phone call to come from Trevor Noah uh, from The Daily Show. He's uh, in on Saturday at Tiat St. Denis, and uh, he's uh, said that he was going to call. Is he, uh, uh, hello, good morning. Good morning, this is Charlie. Who am I speaking with? It's Terry DeMonte, Charlie. Hey, Terry, I'm going to connect you with Trevor if you guys are ready. Thank you, we're ready. <laughs> Perfect. Thank yeah. you. That would be uh, people. The, yeah. They, Trevor Noah His has people. people. Yeah, of course he yes. does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know, Trevor Noah once had a radio show? Yeah. Yeah. I do know he that. Did. Yeah, once had a radio show. Do you know he's host of The Daily Show now? I do know that as well, yeah. Okay. Do you know he's going to be in town Saturday night? I do. At Saturday at night? Tiat Saint Denis. At Tiat Saint Denis? Yeah. And uh, he's got a book out it's called Born a Crime. Is that, yeah? Mm hmm. Ebook on sale November yeah. 15th. Maybe Charlie's having a hard time finding him. Well, it happens. Mm -hmm. uh, did you know that this is an exclusive interview, interview that okay, only guys, you have? Trevor's on the line. Mm hmm. Only you have this interview. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's exclusive? Yeah. Really? To okay. you. Do I hear a dog in the background? Trevor? You hear a dog in the background. Wait. working hot in the morning. <laughs> Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good morning, Good. Trevor. It's uh, Terry and Heather speaking. How are you this morning, sir? I'm good. Did, I'm good. You just come, you come in from a run, did you? Yeah, I've just been rowing in the morning, you know? <laughs> I, uh, I, actually, I actually had an event last night. Doing a, a he for she UN event with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, and that guy, he's just so sexy, man. I was like, I gotta get in the gym. He really is. I can't, I can't live my life like this. Did, did you interact with the Prime Minister last night, Trevor? He's amazing. Yeah, he was really great. We had a good chat. He was fun. You know, uh, he was the, he was the like the guest of honor at the yeah. event. He just yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's quite a popular fella in this country. I can imagine. I can imagine. Probably not as popular as Trump is in America, but <laughs> popular. I'm so glad you went there. I was wondering, you know, with your background and and uh, the fact that you grew up in South Africa, is any of this surprising to you? The uh, whole Trump phenomena. You know what? Not necessarily. I, I remember when I first got to the U.S., I told people that I think Trump could get it. You know, and hmm. people thought I was crazy because they were like, "What do you know? Where do you come from?" You know, and I said, "Trump has the charisma." of an African dictator. He has the ability to get the people going. You can't deny Trump has something. You know, you watch Donald Trump and you go, he has, you know what he has? He has the charisma of a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> you can't look away. You can't look away, but you don't like what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Do you actually think that he can win this thing? I do. I do think he can win wow. it. But I'd be surprised if he wins it. But he can win it. Yeah. Because I think America's in a strange place where, you know, Democrats are not particularly excited about their choice. Mm. A lot of Democrats, and especially millennials, are going, why should I vote? Why should I vote? I don't like either of the choices. And, you know, millennials are coming from a world where, as young people, we've been able to choose from everything. We get our music streaming. We get our apps that deliver food. So to now say to a young person that has had choice their whole life, hey, no choices this time. You can only choose from these two things. A lot of them are like, no, screw that. I'm not going to choose. And then you've got people on the Republican side who have seen the country becoming more and more liberal. People are seeing gay marriage. People are seeing a black president. People are seeing transgender rights. And they're going, you know what, it's time to take this country back.
it really is uh it's surprising to me that people don't understand that if they if they stay at home there's a possibility that it would be president trump yeah people you know what i think it is it's not that people don't understand that possibility i think it's a lot of people who don't think that that possibility would hurt their day-to-day lives Mm -hmm. so a lot of people don't realize how much power a president in america actually has they also don't realize how much he can do to the economy and to their world so People have always seen presidents, but I don't think they genuinely realize what a president can do. I, I'd like to turn to you for a second. Do you remember where you were when they asked you to uh, follow John Stewart? I remember exactly where I was. I was uh, in Dubai in the back of a taxi driving uh, from my hotel to some rooftop party that was happening. <laughs> wow. And I got the call and everything stands still for that moment. What what was your initial reaction? Did you give it any thought, or did you say yes right away? Well, I, I, I gave it a lot of thought. I mean, I had already been in conversations with the network, and I knew my name was in the hat, but I, I honestly didn't think of myself as like a first choice or even a rational choice. So I, I'm glad I didn't expect anything. But when it came, you know, I had to say yes, uh, because it's a crazy, impossible task to follow John Stewart, but... If I didn't take this chance, then which other chance would I get? Yeah. I think, by the way, we all think that you were the perfect choice for it. What What was the biggest challenge when you first took over? I think the biggest challenge is understanding that it takes time, you know? And I'm very lucky in that John and I were friends before the announcement happened. And, you know, John was kind enough to bring me in under his wing and show me a few of the ropes before I took over. And... And this was before he even announced he was leaving. So I didn't come into the building thinking of running the show. So I think the biggest thing John told me, and I, it took me a while to realize, it takes time. You know, I mean, It's the same for you in radio. You know, when you take over a new show, you've got to build a relationship with your listeners. You've got to build a relationship with your show and what you're doing. And then one day, all of a sudden, people go, oh, yeah, it's always been this way. But there was a time when everyone thought it was a new and strange thing. We're chatting with Trevor Noah, the host of The Daily Show on uh, Comedy Central and Comedy Network here in, uh, in Canada. Uh, what, what is your day like, Trevor? I think a lot of people think you just show up at the desk and you host that hour and then go home. Tell me about your day. Oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> when does your day start? Oh, I wish. My day starts uh, now. I mean, I woke up earlier on, read the news, try and catch up on everything that's happening in the world. You know, just have that percolating in my mind. Get up. You know, try and do some some exercise because uh, I never thought how how grueling physically the job would be. So you know, you got to get in, get your exercise, get your blood pumping, get the brain going, and then I head into the office. I'll be in in about twenty minutes, wow. and then we start working on the day. We start talking about things, thinking of ideas, and a lot of the time it's like, how do you make jokes or make good points around things that are maybe maybe just painful or infuriating, and then it's a day spent <laughs> producing that show until. 6 p.m. We tape it, we send it out there, and then we do it again the next day. Wow! 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 It's a it's a bit of a grind. You do have a number of writers to 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 uh, to team up with, though, don't you? To lean yeah, on. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's the one thing late night shows. Because essentially, this is what you're doing. If you think about it, as comedians, you know, we we go on and we create shows. Right. So if you look at, let's say, even the most prolific comedian of our generation, Louis C.K., it takes him about a year to create a new show, and he is by far the fastest and most prolific we we have right now. But it takes him a year to come up with an hour of material. And so you don't have a year to come up with one episode of TV. 
So you need like a hive mind of writers to try and accelerate that process. I, I guess you must have enjoyed your time at the Just for Last Festival because you're coming back on Saturday night. Uh, people are going to see a uh, a whole new show? Yep, yep, a whole new show, and I'm wow. excited about that. Canada Canada was one of the first countries that I got to go to overseas out of South Africa, and, and the crowds there were just amazing, and, you know, I've got amazing fans that come out and support me, and I love the place. I love, I love, fell in love with Montreal when I came, and then Toronto was just as amazing when I went out there. So I promised myself, I said, uh, I have no excuse. I'm in New York, which is around the corner. So it's actually closer to go to Canada than it is to go to Miami. So I choose Canada. <laughs> That's terrific. Uh, Trevor Noah is in on Saturday night at uh, Théâtre Saint-Denis. Do you enjoy living in New York, by the way? Oh, I love it. I, love, I honestly think New York is the greatest city in the world. It's yeah. rough. It's beautiful. It's exciting. The energy is, is high-paced. The people aren't friendly if you don't know them, and they're the most amazing people when you do get to know them. It's, it's a city like no other in the world because it's not, it's not America. It's New York. There's nowhere like New York City. So, you, you, But you wouldn't plan to come to Canada if there is a President Trump, correct? Oh, why would I do that? You know, people always ask me that. They go, would you move if Trump became president? I go, guys, I came from a third world country. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to run away from? I'm not that guy. You realize my president, when my president got elected, my current president, Jacob Zuma, he had 700 charges of corruption against him. So Donald Trump, with like 300 legal cases, has a long way to go before he gets <laughs> Trevor, you've been very generous with your time. Thank you so much. I'll let you get off to work. I know you got a long day ahead of you. And, uh, Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed our prime minister. It's been nice chatting with you Thank this morning. You. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's Trevor Noah. He's in town at the Tiat Saint-Denis. On uh, Saturday night, I could have talked to him all day long, but I was informed. And I, I know. Are I, you kidding I, me with that accent, I, though? I, I got the finger wag. You, yes, you, you did. You can only talk to him for eight minutes. How long did we talk to him for, Dan? Okay. It was close to eight minutes, yeah. wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, okay. Um, so that makes a rock ride late because uh, he's a big star. Because it's Trevor ch- Noah. It's yeah. Trevor Noah.